0: Welcome to another episode of Living the Life with Marissa and Kathleen. I've missed you. I love doing podcast episodes with you. This brings me so much joy. I love doing the ones by myself too, but I think I think doing things with you is my favorite. How are you, Kathleen?
1: Let's be honest. You like talking the whole time to yourself. You have no issues with it at all.
0: <laughs> I do, but it's it's different. This uh this podcast was created by us, and I love I love talking about the life with you because it's really not living the life if it's just me doing it on my own it's like this whole health fun love and abundance is our thing and so i love doing these with you
1: Mm. even loki's here our dog part of the podcast she's silent but she's present
0: oh my gosh this morning when we were doing meditation Uh, we're sitting down and she just wanted to come cuddle so much. She like walked up and like, she sat down, like she normally doesn't do this. She sat down, put her butt on Kathleen and like laid back into her. And then, so we were sitting there we created this little boat. So Loki was, Kathleen and I were facing each other. And Loki was laying on her back in between the two of us. And we were just rubbing her belly and her arms. And she was like, oh, my gosh, if a dog could be in dog
1: heaven, that was Loki this morning. She was so happy. And she's not a small lap dog. She's like the size of a husky. She's a decent sized dog. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like by that description, you're like, oh, yeah, this cute little dog was laying in your lap. No, no, it took two of our laps just to fit her. Yeah, she was cute. So, Kathleen, do you want to share
0: some stories about uh, chicken parm subs and how that's going? Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At at work, everyone went to this place called, uh, it's really good, this Italian sub place in Ottawa called Bella's. Super, super good. People have been raving about it at work, so I was like, all right, I'll try it out. Got the chicken parm sub because everyone was saying how good that was and it tasted awesome. Super, super good. But then that night, my stomach was like all bloated and felt gross. And so then the next day at work, they decided, oh, Bella's was so good. Let's do it a second day in a row. And so I'm standing there at the cash and I've told myself in my head, like, no, I'm not going to get one because, you know, last night I didn't feel good. And then the Italian guy looks at me, he's like, all right, what are you getting? And I just I felt the words come out of my mouth. It was like an out-of-body experience, and I said, "Chicken parmesan, so please." <laughs> and I ate it a second time, and it was so good. But then that night, oh man, it was, yeah, it was coming out of coming out of the back end, and it was not pretty at all. So, Marissa and I have decided to do our Boundless 50 Challenge, which is something we've done in the past quite a bit. And one of the daily things that you have to do is eat clean. And, you know, I'm going to say that even though it tastes really good, that chicken parm sub probably is not very good for me, judging by the reaction two days in a row. So I am not going to have that anymore over the, well, like at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. The first time I was like, babe, like what is wrong? Because I could smell. That there was issues in her stomach. And she's like, I think it's this. And then the next day she came back and she was like, so I'm not feeling great. I'm like, oh, do you know what's up? She's like, well, I had another one. I'm like, well, no shit then. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty funny. But um, Kathleen's now learning from her body, which is great. When you said you're, well, I guess never. That's it's a good way to put it. But, yeah, it's uh, it's entertaining. It's been really, really fun to watch Kathleen as she has adventures with all her her new friends at work. It's she's been on the road now with policing with her coaching officer for what a month and a half now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's cool. It's cool. But we are getting married in I want to say 53, 53 days. days. 53 days. We're getting married. It's gonna be fun. Um, <laughs> and with that, we've just been talking about how we wanna show up for each other. Uh and ourselves as we're going into this marriage commitment thing. And we were just talking about like how we want to be the best in the best possible space, which includes if we're physically and mentally in a really, really good space that helps us be able to show up hundred percent and really, really be able to be present with ourselves and know truly what it is we're committing to. Um, but also it's like, I mean, like, I don't want it to be the, the best our our best experience was when we first got together where I'm in the best physical space or mental space. It's like, no, like we're constantly growing and challenging each other. Like living the life isn't about just, you feel great sometimes and not great others. Like, yeah, you're going to have balances where you go in and out, but especially if there's something big coming up for you, be it your wedding, being it, you're starting a new career, new job, being it, you're moving cities, Um, maybe you're having kids, maybe the kids are moving out, whatever it is. It's like if you're in some transition, figuring out, okay, how can you help get yourself into the best space so you can really fully be present there? And by taking care of your body, bringing those habits to the next level, that's going to just naturally mean that your brain's going to function wonderfully, you're going to be full of energy, and you're just going to actually be able to be grounded and present in your life as you go through these cool changes. So we've decided that we're going to do the boundless 50 which is a challenge (coughs) kathleen created a few years ago um and we're gonna do it a little bit different than we've done in the past just because we're adjusting it for where we're at now but we wanted to share it with you so that way you can decide if you want to do it as well just because it's summertime because maybe you've got something coming up and then you can also choose how to do it for yourself
1: yeah this is something we've done quite a few times in the past and usually we try to do it in times where we know that there's not too many social things going on um, because that's when usually the drinking happens and the staying up late and all of that. So we'll usually do it like after Christmas or right before Christmas, you know, when when it's not summertime and there's not cottages and weekend barbecues and all of that. But, you know, our wedding is happening at the end of summer. And so we're going to be doing the balance 50 during summer But like Marissa said, we're going to be doing it less strict. And this is the beauty of it is you can choose how strict you want to be with it. Realistically, because it's summer, we want to go hang out with our friends. We want to have some drinks on a patio. We want to stay up later sometimes. And so it's not going to look as strict as it normally does, but we're going to be putting a little bit more rules on our daily lives and giving ourselves something to strive towards. So then like Marissa said, we are going into our wedding feeling really, really good.
0: And this is really cool too. Like just the idea of how you can make it your own. Like you don't have to follow every single thing completely to a T it's really figuring out like what works for you in terms of what can you do consistently And in terms of what gets you results. And so this is also just where you have to be real with yourself because how we do it might work for us because of this lifestyle we've built over time. We already have a lot of healthy things in place that make it easier for us to be able to be a little bit more relaxed and lenient and still be able to feel amazing. But you might not be there yet. You might still be in working on those bases where you really have to get up to a little bit higher level and then you can have leniency. It's, it's kind of like thinking about your budget. There's some people that have a huge massive income and they can play with. So if they don't stick to their budget exactly, that's okay. They have extra, they have overflow. It's not going to affect them or their lifestyle or how they feel too dramatically because they already have such a base of financial abundance. But if you're someone who is still building your wealth, then if you fall off and you're not following your budgets and you're spending way outside of your mean or you're not really, really being consistent, then you are gonna run into issues. It's still not gonna feel good and you're not gonna get the results you want. So just be real with yourself where you're at and know how much work do you actually have to put in with where you're currently at to be able to get the results of where you actually wanna be. And so this is where I wanna give you the, uh, the idea of the difference between a reset versus like a lifestyle thing. So in Kathleen, and my case, we've already built a lifestyle. So instead of doing all these things perfectly to a T, we're going to probably be at, I'd say probably nine, I'm going to aim for around 95% compliancy to following through on this, but then give myself a little bit of leeway. So if I'm down at 90, that's okay, right? I'm like, you know what? Oh, there's this thing I really, I'm just really craving we have brook slides right now upstairs. Like if if this week I really crave brook slides, I'm going to eat them anyways. If that's just something that's going to bring me joy and if it's from this place of groundedness and true desire, not just from unconscious or just like, oh, I just feel like it, right? Like if it truly feels good, I'm going to do that. I don't have to be super, super strict with myself this time because of all the work I've been doing for the past couple months, I already have that really solid based lifestyle. So I have the leniency. Now, if you're someone who is still working on building up this consistent lifestyle this might be more about using the boundless 50 as more of a reset and if that's the case you're not going to be able to have the same leniency and you will have to be very consistent and very much to t and looking for 99 to 100 percent compliancy to really get the benefits from it so If you're someone who's looking for the reset side where like, okay, I've been feeling off either like my energy's low. I've been dealing with brain fog. I just don't feel great in my body. I feel like I want to see some shifts and I really need to prioritize my self-care. This might be time for you to do a reset, which means you're going all in. You're doing the whole thing. And again, it might be for 50 days. You might pick two weeks, whatever it is, but be real with yourself about what it is that you need, not what it is that would feel fun. Because if you actually want to get results, you're actually going to have to do what you need. So
1: that's what we're going through. So you're probably wondering by now, what the heck is the Boundless 50? So the name comes from the fact that it is 50 days. Again, like Marissa said, you can make it your own. We've done it in the past, the Boundless 50 challenge for I think 25 days. Yeah. So try to figure out how long you want it to be. The, the core challenge is a 50 day challenge and we're going to do it for 50 days, and the first, and you do, sorry, you do 10 things every single day for 50 days, and so the first thing on the list is eating whole foods, eating cleanly, um, so you're trying to not have any refined sugar, you're eating whole foods, that's vegetables, starches, grains, uh, meats, dairy, that kind of stuff. And then if there's something that specifically, you know, does not sit well with you, like chicken parm subs (laughs) or something else, you know, some people it's dairy really doesn't sit well with them. Some people it's, I don't know, um, wheat that doesn't sit well with them. So if there's something that you know specifically that does not sit well with your digestion and makes you feel like shit, then don't eat that for 50 days
0: and did you mention alcohol already? So alcohol, sorry, I blanked out there a second. I was listening and reading the notes. Um, Alcohol is also one of those other things that, well, in simple terms, it's poison for your body. So cutting it out for 50 days, that's what, if you're not feeling great, that's what your body's going to need, right? So following this thing we said for 50 days, be 25, you choose, but getting rid of the alcohol. So number one is making sure you're eating whole foods, making sure you're getting rid of the things that don't feel good for you. So essentially it's eating clean, whatever your definition of that is. It just has to be actually what works for you. Number two is you're doing 40 minutes of a workout every day. And a workout doesn't mean that you have to be dying or crazy sweating. A workout is something where it's really just about training and taking care of your body. So maybe you're doing gentle yoga for 40 minutes. Maybe you have to break this up into a couple things. Maybe you're doing 20 minute a nice brisk walk in the morning, and then a 20-minute brisk walk in the evening. Like, you don't have to do it all straight. You can break it up, but it's about 40 minutes
1: of movement every day. The third thing is going to be meditating or prayer or something of that sort for 10 minutes every day. Could be mindfulness. You could have a guided meditation that you find on YouTube. That's a really good way. It could just be sitting down in a quiet space in your house putting a timer on for 10 minutes and just sitting in silence and breathing nice and deeply but something that grounds you in your body do that for 10 minutes every day next
0: is water so on the boundless 50 we have drinking 2.5 liters of water um I don't find my body feels great off of that much liquid to be honest unless I'm doing a lot of training um so if with the movement probably that'll feel good but I find I usually do probably better off of like 1.75 liters so really it's just making sure figure out whatever it is the amount of waters that your body needs and make sure you're drinking that like I said I'm I know I'm a little bit less so based off of you your body your weight pull up on Google just quickly google figure out how much water you need and make sure you're drinking that
1: every single day the next one is personal development so we have this set up into pages or minutes so you could do 10 pages of a personal development book or 10 minutes of listening to maybe a personal development podcast or a personal development ted talk or youtube video or something
0: and if ever you need to have an idea of what that counts as that like just go back and listen to all of the, the live in the life episodes there's there definitely lots more than 50 times 10 of uh, of me talking <laughs> number six 40 minutes of outdoor activity so this can be walk run this can be sitting outside in your garden this can be i don't know rolling down a hill whatever the ah. thing is Something about being outside. And a huge part about this is about getting your sunlight because that's phenomenal for your health. It's phenomenal for your sleep and your rest and circadian rhythm, Uh, especially now in summertime, guys. It's so nice. So get outside for 40 minutes. Um, That being said, 40-minute activity and 40-minute outdoor time, those are two different things. So outdoor activity for 40 minutes and then workout for 40 minutes. You can't be like, well, I did two 20 minute walks and that covers both. That doesn't count. The point of this is to really make sure you're giving yourself what you need. And the reality is, is 40 minutes outside of walking is not enough activity for you for the day. That's it. Right? So like if you're going to do outside stuff, just remember, make sure you separate the two. Make sure you do additional workout
1: outside. Number seven is going to be a cold shower or a cold plunge if you're feeling really frisky that day. But turn the water for the last 30 seconds of your shower, turn it right to cold, get it all over your body, try to take some deep, slow breaths. It's really, really good for mental fortitude. You know, your whole body's going to be telling you, no, I don't want to go cold. And you just kind of override that and say yeah no it's good for me i'm i'm going to do that so that's really starting your day off with a win you're starting to reprogram your brain to do hard things and then it's it's good for your circulation as well
0: number 8 is gratitude so this is about just listing five things you're grateful for you can write it down you can keep a gratitude journal you can do like 5 minute morning journal i think also has the gratitude stuff in there we just go on our walk and we just talk it out so we just list the things off but if you're gonna just be listing them, just don't do it in your head. Like walk and talk to yourself. I do this all the time too. <laughs> just talking, you might get a couple of funny looks somewhere if you're just talking aloud to yourself about the things you're grateful for. But then your brain is actually going to hear it, and so that makes a huge, huge, huge difference when you can actually settle into the things that you're grateful for.
1: Number nine is going to be a consistent bedtime before 11 p.m. Now. The ideal for this is to get eight hours of sleep and going to bed before 11 is the best for your circadian rhythm because you're kind of mimicking what's going on with the sun. So usually before we had electronics and artificial light and all that, the sun would start to go down, your body would get tired, you'd go to sleep and then you'd wake up with the sun. Nowadays, people are watching Netflix to all hours of the night and getting terrible sleep so try to bring yourself back to mimicking what the sun's doing but you know some people they have young kids some people they're working shift work like I am so if you can't go to bed before 11 p.m if it's not like if I go to bed before 11 p.m I'll lose my job so (laughs) so that doesn't really work for me so just try to get eight hours of sleep If you can't go to bed before 11 p.m., prioritize getting eight hours of sleep. If you need to break it up and do two four-hour stints during the day, then do that. And number 10 is a
0: random act of kindness. And guys, this doesn't have to be anything big. It can be giving someone a hug, just giving someone a compliment. It can be um, sending someone a text. It's, yeah, that's that's my go-to if ever it's getting to the end of the day. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I haven't done a random act of kindness. Like, what can I do? I'll just go through my phone and be like, who's someone who has a spot in my heart, who I love them, that I can just tell them I love them or I appreciate them, I'm thinking of them. Just doing that is, it's spreading more love in the world. And it's those little things that, be it you're putting away someone's grocery cart or be it that you found an extra pile of poop down on the, as you're doing uh, dog picking up your dog's poop, like whatever it is, like, yeah, I should probably start started with that. Like not just randomly finding a pile of poop, but like if we're out on a dog walk and we see someone else has missed their dog's poop, like just picking up things like that. Like there's so many little things that you can do that help serve either another person or the world in general. So yeah. Number 10 is random act of
1: kindness. All right, guys, those are the 10 things that you have to do every day for the Boundless 50. Marissa and I are going to be doing it for the 50 days leading up to our wedding. So come join us.
0: Yeah. And I I think what I'll do is I'll also share this episode and I'll share the outline and the link for um, if you want to like read through and have like the, the PDF, which gives you all the guidelines. I'll post that in our Facebook group. So that way, if you're like, oh, I really want to do this. I want to follow along. I want to know how to set myself up. I want to have a little bit more guidance. We have, it's like a four page PDF, which outlines exactly how to do this. Um, We'll post that in the Facebook group. So there's the link in the show notes for that. And yeah, it's going to be fun. We'll keep you posted on how our adventures are going, but it's a, I'm very excited to feel amazing physically and mentally, uh, especially when it comes time for a wedding. So yeah,
1: keep living the life. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening. And we hope that you got tons of value from this episode.
1: If you did, we would love it if you tagged us on Instagram with your biggest takeaway so we can celebrate this journey with you. Our handles are at marissa.hammond and at kathleen.holt underscore.
0: We totally get that it's not always easy. So please know that we're so proud of all the work you're doing and how you're choosing to show up for yourself. If you'd like to dive deeper, check out our websites listed below in the show notes for more free resources and tools. Until next time,
1: keep living the life.